So that's the end of the third week today. And um, I, I wanted to go deeper with you in this conversation about um, transformation and personal transformation because um, we, we talked about several topics the last three weeks and we approached it from different angle but um, I would like to to have a, a, a conversation with you today which is very pure and go away from lots of stories that we tell ourselves and go back to very the basic of the basic of what we are as human beings. When I introduced myself a few minutes ago, I just told about my stories. And if you ask me in 10 minutes to tell my story of my life again or summary, I would tell another one because in maybe in 10 minutes I feel like telling something else. And if you ask me tomorrow, maybe I want to tell you something else. So these are all sorts of stories of our lives because luckily our lives are very colorful and very rich of stories. But I would like to leave all this for a moment to go back to the basics. And the basics is what we all have in common. No difference between yours, you and me. Beyond the stories that we have, there's something that we have all in common. And it's something that we have in common that goes also beyond our cultural differences, beyond our personality differences, beyond our age, beyond all this. You really come to the basic. And why I want to talk about this, because if we talk about transformation, personal transformation, this is where we find the source of transformation. This is when we go beyond our cultural, social story conditioning. And when we go into the, what is the basic really that we all have in common, regardless what we've been through, what we have experienced, the joys and the pains of experiencing life. And for that, I would like you to take a paper and a pen and draw something with me. So go, go and, and get something to write. I have it as well for myself. Okay. Some, that's only a picture, but I would like to, to help you feel what it is to be human, but really feel it deeply. And I will use this as a metaphor or the picture as a metaphor, but please go into this exercise and into what I'm going to talk to you about, not looking for a logical understanding with your left brain, trying to uh, find something really tangible, yeah, with the numbers and facts and figures to understand what I'm talking about, but just like let go. If you don't understand it, it doesn't matter. Because somewhere inside you, 
a part of you will understand it. A part of you will hear something or will feel connected with what I'm, I'm telling you. So I'd like you to take this paper and this pen and uh, split the, the page into one third at the top and two thirds at the bottom. And this is a metaphor for who, who we are as human beings. And it doesn't matter who is doing this drawing. At the end, I'm, I will be very curious to see what kind of uh, artwork you produced. But um, in, the, in the upper part of this drawing, I'd like to invite you to, to draw a human being, however, and however you draw it, a man, a woman, a small one, a big one, uh, only the head or the whole body, as you wish. Just, just draw a human being. And, um, yeah. And this human being has got maybe other human beings around him or her. Has got trees or flowers or houses or the car, whatever is around. This human being has got also eyes and a smile or maybe less smiley face, whatever you want to draw. And especially this human being has got lots of, lots of, lots of thoughts. So you, you can do it the way you want, but the, the head of this human being is full of thoughts. All day long, all night long, it's producing thoughts all the time. And sometimes this human being is happy, sometimes it's unhappy. Sometimes it knows, sometimes it doesn't. This human being is going through life with all sorts of experiences. And this human being is very much preoccupied through the thoughts that he or she creates all the time, is very much preoccupied with human stuff, with life stuff happening every day or life. And if you can, just put some big eyes in the head of this human being. Because this human being looks at the world through his or her eyes and creates through the eyes, through the, the brain, the eyes, the thoughts, creates images of the life he or she has around. And the images, the images that this human being is creating are his own creation. 
basically the houses the houses and uh, the trees and the other human beings and everything you see around this very important human being in the center are all produced by the way this human being in the center is looking at the world there is what the this human being is seeing is what he or she is producing through his eyes and everything that these eyes are not seeing in the mind of this person does not exist <laughs> the eyes and the thoughts without the eyes of this person i'm not looking at the eyes of course you can be blind and create those pictures as well but i'm talking of the eyes the the, the way you look at the world yeah the way you look at the world what you pay attention to what you see what you don't see it's all your personal it's based on your personal perception based on your personal story based on the way you see the world and there is nothing else to see and each of these human beings that you draw in this part they all have their ways of seeing the world we all create this reality around us so all, all of us here in this group, we all have our way of looking at the world and seeing things and overseeing things and creating the pictures around us. You hear something and you can make it either an information, neutral, you can make it an, a threat, or you make, can make it an opportunity, or you can make it an interesting information, or you can make it whatever. That's your choice, basically, because this is the way your brain is seeing things around, around you and the way your head is creating your world around you. And that's very personal. When you look at the psychology the way I learned psychology a long time ago. We were busy categorizing the way the human being see the world. We put that in boxes. The psychologists put that in boxes. We create personalities, profiles of personalities with that. We create differences in cultures because the Indian sees the world that way, the French sees the world that way, the Moroccan sees the world that way, the Germans and, and you name it, and the Japanese and whatever you have in the room. Yeah? And you categorize and you, you put dimensions and you measure that. And, and, you, yeah, and you have some kind of a lenses through which you see the world. And this is how we create differences. But there is something that we, and, and the psychotherapy and the psychology and, the, and also the book I told you about, about the, the inner child, works a lot at this level of seeing the world, which is very nice, very useful sometimes when we are, we try to understand, but how am I seeing the world? What's the problem with me? There's something in the way I see the world that is not working. 
yeah, I was, somehow I'm always depressed or I'm angry or I'm, I'm, I'm not sensitive enough or I'm this or I'm that. There must be something wrong with me because I'm not complete. I'm not the way I should be. Yeah. But actually, it's, it's all bullshit. Sorry. <laughs> I've, I've, I've waited long enough in the psychology field. And I'm a psychologist myself, so I can, I can be a bit critical about what I learned. Because that's so tight. That's so tight. I used to think there's something I need to fix about myself because the way I see the world or there's something missing in, my, in, in the way I see the world or the way other people see the world. But actually, it's all, all a misunderstanding because what I didn't see at that time is that the whole thing that is below so let's go below this line. Below this line, we have uh, a world without judgment. Just draw whatever you want to draw there. I just put words outside and, and you draw whatever you want. We have a peaceful, a peaceful world without judgment, where everything that is happening is happening for a purpose. But for a purpose, so it's just because it has to happen this way. We have a level of energy. We have a, a whole level of energy that we don't feel, we, we, we feel it sometimes. You know, when you wind the, near a certain person and you feel energy going between human beings? It's not, it's not something that you see or hear or you can put words on, you just feel something. It's energy. You know, when we talked about the body, sensing something, that's something beyond our intellect. Our intellect is the, is in the upper part of the paper. But below that, there's much, much more. There is energy, there is peace, there is a, there is a world without thinking. Fuzia was talking last time about the cats. They are just like peaceful, they're living their life. They're, the cats are very wise. There is wisdom. There is wisdom below the line. There is a certain order that we don't understand because our, our brain is too small. We think we are the center of the world as human beings, but actually our brain is too small to grasp the vastness of what is really going on. But it's all in there. It's wisdom it's creativity it's like look at how nature is working not no human being has created nature it has been created from from somewhere it has a certain order it has a certain logic which is not which has not not been created by a human being although we would like to to, to be the creators of everything, but we are not. 
there is there is the, the whole field of energy and actually this space here should be way 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 bigger because if you look at the i talked about quantum physics in one of those sessions and if you are interested in these kind of things go into discover the world of quantum physics you don't need to understand all the details i don't because these guys studied a lot to do what they do and i have my field of expertise but the all the the quantum physicists who are exploring the smallest and smallest and smallest particles what is making an atom and the the smallest pieces they go further and further and further they find no end to it they find no end to their exploration because there is none they haven't found it yet they continue to explore and go further and smaller and smaller and smaller because there is no limits and the some some quantum physicists and i love listening to them because it's so magical because they explore a field that we can't touch and that still is so powerful what they say is our atoms and the atoms is that what is the part of our body it is made of 96% energy we are made of 96% energy and 4% matters and matter is what we can touch is 4% and the rest is energy there is a whole intelligence in the universe that we cannot grasp with our hands that we cannot grasp with our intellect although our brain is so marvelous and that's so magical in our lives we try to find answers with our intellect you know when you have questions what what am i going to do should i stay or should i go should i make this decision or what should i study or what is the best blah 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 your brain is going in all directions but there is an intelligence a wisdom in the universe that you are also connected with and this wisdom of the universe gives you answers when you don't find them when your brain is too small to grasp the whole complexity of what is surrounding you and it's it's some magic this humility towards the the power of the universe it gives you a lot of power you can think oh my god if i feel so small to in front of the universe oh my god it's overwhelming no because when you start to connect with the wisdom of the universe 
you find answers where your brain doesn't find any. I just give you some examples of my, just like to make it very concrete. To go back to the most important decisions of my life, I didn't take them, I didn't make them with my intellect. My intellect is where I got the most, <laughs> the, 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 the most headaches about decisions. Yes. But wisdom was what was guiding me. Some years ago, it's just to give you one of hundred examples I can give you. Some years ago, 15 years ago to be, to be oh no, 10, 10 years ago, this one, this story is 10 years ago. I was very, very, very ill. And I had no other choice to really be connected because there were so crucial decisions I had to make and my environment had to make about death and life for me. Where the doctors didn't know. And they didn't know, although they had all the information. And they were trying to figure out this or that. For me, based on data, based on their knowledge as a doctor, based on stuff that they knew. But at the end, what saved my life would not, was not this knowledge. It was a, a deeper intelligence of my body that knew how to find a way out of the, the situation I was in. And if you ask the doctors at that time, they don't know how I survived because there was no logical, from, from their logic, there was no explanation for, for that. It's just, it was the energy of life. And that's, that's an energy of life that we all have, you, Listening to me, you have this energy in you, this life that wants to live, this life that has a guidance for you. At the end of this period, I had to make a decision about a medicine I needed to take <clears throat> that would have an impact on quite a long time on my life because it would slow down my, my brain, but with the chance that I avoid some other trouble that this medicine was supposed to take care of. And I went to three doctors to make my decision. And the, two, the first two said, you should take it. This is really, you should take this medicine. And I went to the third one. And the third one was the one I was trusting emotionally. All three very competent doctors. But the third one was the one I was connected with. And he said, oh, wow, that's a difficult decision. And I told him, would you take this if it were you? 
he was silent and said, I don't think so. And I said, thank you. And that was finished. And I knew I would not take it because this is what I knew all the time that I didn't want to take it. I wouldn't, I, my wisdom was saying, don't do that. Don't do that. And my brain was guiding me to the one doctor listening to that. And my brain was fighting with the doctors. But inside of me, there was like, no. The second, ah, the third one was aligned. And I felt it immediately. The brain, the heart, the body, everything was in peace. And it was wisdom saying no. And I don't regret it because that was the right decision. You all have this connection with wisdom. I, people say it's, you all have wisdom. But if we say you all have wisdom, that's too small. Because that implies a small place between, so in the, in the part below, a small place which is your personal wisdom. But that's not big enough. Because wisdom is much bigger than your personal wisdom. Wisdom with a big V is, is the wisdom of the universe, everything, where everything comes in place and knows better than you, knows better than your small wisdom, and definitely best, better than your brain and your small head, regardless how intelligent you are. And one of the big mistakes that we make in our lives, and that's where we can get depressed and lost and confused, and I don't know this, and I don't know that, and blah, 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 and all the noise that we have in our heads, is because we think all the answers are in our heads. And we look there and we get headaches or sleepless nights. But the answer, all the answers are not there. Our head is only there to express the, the, the answer. It's, all, it's only a vehicle of the message. And the, the, more, the, the more smooth it is, the more aligned it is, it's the, the, the clearer you are aligned with a bigger wisdom, with something which is bigger than you that knows for you what is right and sometimes you feel that but your head still wants something else yeah you feel the direction but your head still pushes you no 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 it's right it's right for whatever reason because i don't know because this is what you learned because this is what you've been told because this is what your culture says this is this and this is that but your heart, your soul, your body is completely aligned with the, the bigger wisdom. And when you let go, this is not when your head is spinning, this is certainly not where you're going to find your answers.
I don't know what kind of questions you have at the moment in your head. Should I stay in this job? Should I leave? What is the best, best thing uh, I need to do? Should I stay in, in this country? Or is it my relationship? Or is it not my relationship? How am I going to find my boyfriend? How am I going to find the wife of my life? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah? The more noise you have in your head, the less you're going to find the answer. Because the answers are not in the noise. It's when your head calms down that wisdom can show you the way and tells you what to do and tells you what to say and tells you what you still don't know or maybe what you know. Do you remember the exercise we did uh, with, uh, uh, with Stephanie with like the, the stories of the future if I was somebody else or if I, were any, if I could be anybody? It's also a message of wisdom that is coming through you, that is guiding you in this direction, is telling you, look, you could be that. It's, you're already in this direction. You're always already going there. But you had said, yeah, but I don't have the skills. Yeah, but skills, bullshit skills. Skills is where you go to university, you learn the skills. You go to a teacher and you, you learn the skills. You, you want to jog, you go out to do this. This is not the problem with skills. This is when you're not aligned, you don't see the direction. And in this peace of your quiet mind, the wisdom will talk, talk with you and will show you the way. And, and the good thing about, about this wisdom is it's always there. It has always been there since you were born, since before you were born, always, always. How, how do you know? Some of you have had uh, children, but you will say, for those of you who will have children, this is magical. You see a baby, how does a baby know how to find a breast? You know, a, a, a newborn baby, the first, like the, after a few hours, how does this baby knows where is the breast? And it finds it. It finds a way. Because it's important for its survival and it's, it's built in. It's wisdom showing him how that's the way. And, and we, since our, our birth, we, we know. We know so much. And then we have our head is very much noisy and we're very much confusing us and then we identify with it we think we are this we think we are introvert we think we can't do this we think oh yeah because it happened last year it will happen for the rest of my life but we, we, we tell ourselves so many stupid stories that stop us from having our head coming down and like okay is this person the right person for me is this job the right job for me? Yes. No. Is this step the right step for me? Yes. No. This is so simple. But your head wants to figure out, wants to plan in advance, wants to know in a head way, not in a wisdom way. 
our brains are very interesting and very good because sometimes we need them to be able to draw and to be able to do to to do excel excel sheets and to have a result on financial uh, forecasting and to do drawings when we are artists or build up a, a machine or build a car we need we need this definitely but we need our wisdom we need the connection with our wisdom as well otherwise we we, we are unhappy in our lives. And I would like for the next session to go into, I'll give you just a moment. I have five minutes now, just silent for you to listen inside. When have you encountered or were you that the wisdom shows up in so many different ways, in all areas of our life, everywhere and all the time. We don't always listen because our brain wants to know better. Our ego wants to know so much, yeah? Right? Our egos are, are very nice from time to time to, they want to, our egos want, want to protect us and uh, has an idea of how we should be. But if you put your ego for a while to, and you listen to, okay, what is it that I really want? What is it that I really need? What is it? What is the next best step? If you leave your ego apart, if you leave all the stuff that you don't need, you will hear the answer. You will know when to stand up and go right or left. And I'd like you, before I um, ask you to go into small groups and exchange what you have seen and what you have heard, I would like you to take really five minutes to go through your life. I go, where did wisdom show up? Where and when did it show up? When did I listen to it? And when did I ignore it? without judging yourself, without like, if you ignored it, you had good reasons, yeah? It's, it's okay. Sometimes we have good reason, we are scared, we, we really attach to our thoughts and whatever. Sometimes we have good reasons to ignore our wisdom and wisdom in general. But sometimes we felt it, we knew it, and we followed it, like I did with the doctor. And sometimes in other situations, I ignored it, and it was painful, but it's okay. I learned, and <laughs> and I, you know, it's okay. We we sometimes we go so why we should oh shit I knew I shouldn't have done that yeah but it's part of the experience of life. It doesn't matter, yeah. Go back. I'll give you a few minutes to think about where and how did your wisdom talk to you, whether you listen to it or not. And after that, I'll, I put you in, in groups of how many? Threes. Yes. <laughs> 